Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. InfoWars. Tomorrow's news today. Ladies and gentlemen, the ramifications that the Biden crime family have caused not just the United States of America, but the world are really starting to be seen and understood. And that's why Albania has launched criminal investigations into Anthony Blinken for his involvement, not just with the Biden administration, but his involvement over the years with the Joe Biden crime family acting as a foreign agent, not just an intermediary with the Penn Biden Center and China, but also with a seriously corrupt situation that's been going on in Albania. Now, over the years, and guess who's funding the whole thing? George Soros. Funding Blinken, funding communists in Albania, and now they're pushing back and launching investigations. But that's just one angle of this story. We now have connections with the Bidens to biological research facilities that now some believe, including Russia's intelligence believes, was actually responsible for the COVID-19 outbreak. And while at first glance with a story that went viral two days ago, why the origins of COVID-19 are still a mystery, and I thought, they're not a mystery. We know it came out of the Chinese lab, but I had to check myself and say, well, you know, I guess we really don't know that. I mean, we have all the circumstantial evidence, but maybe it could have come out of a lab in Ukraine. We do know it was made in a lab, though. And then you've got the situation now with the war in Ukraine and it all being tied into that. But before we go there, this Biden crime family is in serious trouble. Joe Biden claims he doesn't even know he's being investigated, then goes on to lie about his Amtrak story again. Here's James Comer discussing the investigations now ongoing into the Biden crime family. Now, what's different with Joe Biden is we're investigating the Biden family for influence peddling. We have uh, a strong suspicion that people around Joe Biden, mainly in his family, uh, have been peddling access to the Biden family with our adversaries around the world. When we find out that they have multiple classified documents scattered throughout multiple uh, residences and office buildings across the East Coast, then this raises a a huge red flag for us. We want to make sure that those documents uh, in the possession of, of Joe Biden weren't somehow sent to our adversaries and and didn't somehow compromise our national security. But but you've also talked about how you worried about the same situation with the Trump family. Trump had 300 plus documents at Mar-a-Lago. Why why don't you have that same concern? I mean, people there are visitors going in and out of Mar-a-Lago from different as if Trump isn't already being investigated. As if Trump already hasn't been investigated. And and it was in an unsecure location at Mar-a-Lago. That's just a lie. Would you apply that same concern evenly across? the board if someone can show me evidence that uh, there was influence peddling with those classified documents uh, that were in the possession of, of president trump then uh, we would certainly but, expand but that, that chinese evidence... spy was in mar largo but do you have evidence 
private place. Do you have the, evidence of influence the, the peddling with the classified with the documents? With, for Biden, sorry, do you have evidence? But do you have evidence yes, of the, the Penn classified Biden documents? Yes, the Penn Biden Center, millions of dollars coming in from, from China. It sounds like you don't. You're looking into it, but why wouldn't you look into it in the Are same way? We are looking into it, but we have evidence that the Biden family has been uh, very cozy with uh, people from the uh, Chinese Communist Party. We have evidence that Hunter Biden was receiving uh, payments uh, that were that were linked directly to the Chinese Communist Party through those Chinese energy companies. We're very concerned about all the but money. How that, is that connected uh, to Biden classified documents? In Ukraine. Ha, amazing. All right. So that's, well, we that's Pamela we Brown on CNN. I mean, first of all, it, it becomes an issue where I have to correct everything she says because it's inaccurate. But but she probably genuinely has no clue what's going on. I mean, that's your MSNBC host making seven figures and genuinely doesn't have a clue what's even going on in the country she reports news in. CNN. Live from the Infowars.com studios, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. I want to be clear here on this Tuesday, January 31st, 2023, as I'm about to cover all of the news that ties the Bidens to biological weapons research, that ties the Bidens to really, at this point, you're looking at the Bidens as maybe even being the cause for this war in Ukraine with some of the information we have coming out. And all of the corruption and everything we have for you today. I want to be clear about something. I'm not trying to give you false hope. And I'm not going to come on air here today and tell you that Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, the Biden crime family, Blinken and all their associates are going down. No, I'm not here to tell you that. I, in fact, have very little faith that that will happen. Perhaps more faith than in times past when government corruption is being exposed. But, But I just want you to be clear here. I'm not trying to sell you false hope. But what I do believe is happening at this point is the dam is beginning to break, folks. The dam is beginning to break. You see a big dam with cracks in it, now water leaking out, you know that dam is coming down. And, oh, that, that, that new crack that just sprung a leak over there, well, that, not, that might not be the one to bring it down, but, oh, here's another crack forming over here, here's another crack forming over here, here's another crack forming over here. I mean, eventually that dam's going to break. This deep state globalist dam of corruption with the mainstream media and big tech covering up all the crimes that now we're so aware of, we just witness it in real time and call it out and nothing gets done. The dam is breaking. And really at this point, the deep state, the globalists have two options. And that's either start this war with Russia and really have it pop off so bad that it distracts from everything and, and, takes all the air out of the room or they try to turn Biden into some sort of a patchwork to patch up all the leaks in the dam and they actually burn Biden and you actually do get the Biden crime family to have some arrests. It'll be like the Jeffrey Epstein industrial level sex trafficking situation where you'll get one or two arrests, maybe three. They'll get a nice easy prison sentence. They'll get a nice house arrest and then magically the you know the lead guy will die or something in jail 
but that's it's beginning to reach a point of no return here. And there's enough genuine interest from the Republicans in Congress, specifically on the House side, that I don't see how this goes down without at least FBI agents going and getting arrested. Now, they might not sell Biden out, but they all know what's going on. Except Biden, apparently. He doesn't even know he's being investigated. Biden was asked about it today. He said, oh, I didn't know I was being investigated. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) interesting. Do you know what day it is, sir? Do you know your address? Have you ever had a situation where you've had a friend get knocked out unconscious and you kind of got to get up over them and how many fingers am I holding up? What day is it? What's your name? You kind of got to get them back into get them back into consciousness. That's Joe Biden walking around on a normal day. Hey, Joe, what's your name? What time is it? Where are you? I'm a, I'm a corn pop. I was a black lifeguard at a pool. My butt's been wiped. Joe, did you know you're under investigation? No, I didn't know. No, I didn't know that. So let me start on the lighter end and we'll slowly get into the more serious stuff. And I've got to be really diligent with my time on this issue because we've got guests coming up today. We were able to get Marco Polo on. We, all, we issued a retraction and a correction of something I covered earlier this week from the Gateway Pundit. And they wanted to say, hey, will you fix this? So I said, hey, I'll, not, I'll, I'll retract it, but let's have you on. You can correct the record yourself. That's what we do here. We're not like the lying corrupt media who lies, deceives, manipulates on purpose. And then after they lied to you about a vaccine for two years, it's killing people. They act like none of it ever happened. But I've got all this news on the vaccines and the latest with Pfizer and Project Veritas and more. Dr. Peter McCullough going to be joining us. Unfortunately, can't be in studio. We've had some severe winter weather here, flights and travel getting canceled. So he can't be in studio, but he will be on with us for at least an hour. Now, Joe Biden today. We passed the American Rescue Plan without a single vote from Republicans in Congress. We gave states and local governments money to keep firefighters in the fire hall, first responders on the job, teachers in the classroom, and nurses in the clinics and hospitals. So, the American Rescue Plan. Now think about this. They've had to pass the Inflation Reduction Act when they say there's no inflation, And now they've passed the American Rescue Plan when they say this is the greatest economy ever under Joe Biden. Well, something doesn't add up there. Why would you have to pass the American Rescue Plan if it's the greatest economy under Joe Biden? Oh, because you lied. It's not a good economy. It's a horrible economy under Joe Biden. Gotcha. Why would you have to pass the Inflation Reduction Act if there is no inflation? Oh, that's right. It's record high inflation that Joe Biden caused and the Democrat policies. Gotcha. Do you see what lying lowlifes these Democrats are? There's no inflation, but we got to pass the Inflation Reduction Act to stop inflation. You said there was no inflation. This is the greatest economy ever, greatest economic recovery ever under Joe Biden. So we have to pass the American Rescue Plan. Rescue? You said it was the greatest economy ever. What do we need rescuing from? And then you've got the details of the American Rescue Plan, funding the drag queen sexy time for kids. Nice. Don't you love that? You drop little Johnny, you drop little Jill off at school, and you see a 300-pound dude in walking in with a leotard, pubic hair, bulging out of his crotch with a tiara on, 
You say, what, what is that? Oh, that's your, new, that's your new guest speaker today, teaching little Johnny and little Jill how to use rainbow dildos. What is that? Well, that's the American Rescue Plan. Thanks, Biden. Thank you. Joe Biden asked if he's going to be providing testimony to special counsel Robert Hur investigating him. His response, I don't even know about the special counsel. I don't even know I'm being investigated. What is going on here? Who am I? Where am I? What am I? Who are you? Wait, what? I'm being investigated? I've never heard of such a thing. So is Joe Biden really that inept cognitively, or is he just lying, pretending he has no idea that he's being invested for his crimes? Joe Biden repeats debunked story about Amtrak conductor. He just keeps lying about that. I mean, this guy just lies all day long. Soon he'll tell you he's from Philadelphia and, you know, played center for the Philadelphia Eagles and snapped the ball to Ron Jaworski. If they win the Super Bowl, that'll be the next thing. I remember I was the center for the Eagles snapping the football to Ron Jaworski. Wow, Joe. But you just heard it in the opening segment. Oversight Chair James Comer ready to investigate anyone in business with the Bidens. Anthony Blinken needs to be the first one called in. Or maybe we should extradite Anthony Blinken to Albania. Maybe we should extradite Anthony Blinken to Albania and uh, see if they would like to have a word with him over the Soros commies that Biden and Blinken were trying to get into power in Albania and the narcotics traffickers that they were protecting as well. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm going to come back and get to the more serious end of the Biden crime family and the situation in Ukraine. And it's just, it, it's really bad, folks. I mean, you're talking about these are the biggest criminals in the world. Legitimately. So that's going to be coming up. Now, I'm so loaded today, but I'm going to be needing to fund this operation with Alex out. He is returning tomorrow. But I'm so loaded today, I'm worried I'm barely going to plug. So, folks, please, let's support InfoWars. Let's show Alex Jones a big, heaping round of support today by shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. If you don't want to buy a product, go right to the Donate tab. Smash that Donate tab. Give 5, give 10, give 25, give 100, whatever you can today. And when Alex returns to studio, let's show him a nice funding bump so that he can feel confident and stress-free when he comes back on air tomorrow. And remember, Ultimate Bone Broth Plus back in stock with coupon code FREEALEX. You get it 40% off. That's a listener-exclusive offer for you. Coupon code FREEALEX, 40% off Bone Broth Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. 
Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. And discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away at SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. lot of information that individuals like D.C. Drano and War Clandestine are doing the legwork on, and I'm going to try to just briefly sort through this now, but these are, I mean, these investigations lead to obvious questions and serious, should lead to serious investigations, but we know the deep state will do everything to protect its own, and sadly, Right now, there's so few good people within our government overall, but specifically, be it the FBI or Justice Department, that our corrupt criminal politicians have been able to get away with so much for so long. But that dam is breaking, and the Biden crime family might just be the ones to break it. Now, the receipts are provided here by D.C. Drano. Remember when the Pentagon confirmed the U.S. partnered with 46 Ukrainian bioweapons labs? This was on the Pentagon's website. The fake news media told you it didn't exist, but it was there. We have the receipts. And Hunter Biden secured millions for one of the labs, Meadowbiota. Well, now we have a February 24th, 2022 letter from Zelensky ordering the destruction of all government files for Meadowbiota. I'm sure it's nothing. Ah, a little I scratch your back, you scratch mine. A little, uh, what should we call it, pay for play? I mean, this is unbelievable. The Biden family has been doing so much criminal activity in Ukraine since Biden was a senator through his time as vice president with the speech at the Council on Foreign Relations, bragging about his bribery, and now to the Zelensky years, where I guess it's Zelensky covering up the Biden dirt. Zelensky helped covering up the Biden bioweapons labs. And what does Zelensky get? Well, he basically now can get whatever money and weapons he wants from Joe Biden for whatever reason. And and maybe there's a little mutual benefit there. Biden gets to start a war with Russia to distract from his crimes, and Zelensky gets billions of dollars. Ukraine asks as a criminal proxy state for the Western deep state interest of the Biden crime family and other U.S. politicians. 
And Zelensky just sits there enriching himself beyond our wildest imaginations. So that is an ongoing story. Hunter Biden helped secure millions in funding for military biotech research program in Ukraine. This was from March of last year. All the data is there. All the information is public. The receipts, the government documents. And now we know Zelensky requested the destruction of all those files. Why did Zelensky do that? And why was this happening right at the same time when the war started to heat up? I doubt that's a coincidence. And there's other threads out there, like this one on the screen from Blue Canaries, Meta Biota Thread, produces bioagents under diplomatic cover as secret labs, then sells pandemic insurance and trackers to help countries get ahead of what they are putting out. Company, part of Pentagon's DRTA program, as well as funded by Rosemont Seneca. That's Hunter Biden. It's all there. So what was really going on? Well, Joe Biden has been acting illegally as a foreign agent for perhaps his entire career as a politician. Never filed a FARA application, and neither has his bag man, his rat hole, Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden's laptop emails reveal another crime. Never filed a FARA application, yet Hunter acted as foreign agent. Email shows he discussed breaking FARA laws. Of course, they went after Mike Flynn as hard as they possibly could, General Mike Flynn, as hard as they possibly could, claiming he was the foreign agent that didn't file their application. That was all a lie. The truth is, it was Hunter Biden who was acting as a foreign agent who never filed the application. Because why would he? He's acting illegally. He wouldn't want to know about that. And by the way, if you really want to know what type of a low-life scumbag Hunter Biden truly is, And, you know, look, when I think about the laptop story and Hunter leaving his laptop at a repair place, a lot of people say maybe this is Hunter Biden trying to get the news out. Maybe this is Hunter Biden begging for help. You know, maybe that's the case, but you see stuff like this. And and, and can I really blame something like this on Joe Biden? Maybe. Maybe Joe Biden. Maybe somebody else is telling Hunter Biden to be like this. Hunter Biden goes to court against his four-year-old daughter to ban her from using his last name. This is the daughter of Hunter Biden that he has completely disowned. This is the daughter of Hunter Biden that he pretends doesn't exist. She does. This is the daughter of Hunter Biden that was born after he impregnated a stripper. He refuses to pay child care. He refuses to recognize her. She doesn't get invited to any family affairs. And by the way, the whole relationship that Hunter Biden has now, he was basically told to do that. He said, hey, you want to distract from this, this baby that you just had with this stripper? You better get a new wife and kid fast. And so he did. But now this little girl is in court, and the mother of this little girl, London Alexis Roberts, is in court because... Hunter Biden wants to make sure that the daughter, Navy Joan, can never use the name Biden. Oh, and uh, let's not forget that uh, the stripper was also being paid by the Bidens. 
So Biden hired a stripper. I guess it was his nice personal prostitute. Accidentally impregnates her. I guess accidentally. I guess we don't know that. And then says, you're fired and you're never allowed to see me again. And you're and my daughter is never allowed to use my last name. And I'm not paying a dime of child support. And the liberal media says nothing, nothing. So talk about a low life. Hires a stripper to work for him, gets her pregnant, and then completely disowns her and says, my daughter is never allowed to use my name and I'm not paying any child support. And gets away with all of it. So far. So far. Now, there's more on this. And I've kind of been touching on this throughout the last couple of weeks, how Biden and Obama really did not see eye to eye on the situation in Ukraine. And maybe that has something to do with Obama's relations or or feelings towards Iran, which we have a better idea about how they're getting involved in this whole picture now. So I'll explain all that coming up. But coming up in the next segment, uh, I covered a story from the Gateway Pundit the other day about Hunter Biden emails being edited by a group, Marco Polo. I retracted that coverage. I've also since spoken to Marco Polo's people and the Gateway Pundit. We've changed the story. But I said, hey, look, I'll retract it, but why don't you come on, come on air and talk about it as well? And so that is the case now. So um, we have somebody from Marco Polo joining us to talk about this story, and they just want to set the record straight that they were not editing any of the Biden emails with names like Devin Archer in them. Yeah, mainstream media won't be covering this, I'm sure. In early 2022, InfoWars launched a very important fundraiser that kept us on air. Your support of that fundraiser is the reason we are still here today fighting the globalist and having incredibly successful results. So I thank you for your past support. Now, that was a three-coin series, the founding member coin. The final coin that we're putting out for a long time is the Teddy Roosevelt Man in the Arena coin, exclusively available at 1776coin.com. There are only a few thousand of the coins left. And yes, there's a markup on the coins because that's why it's a fundraiser. And the coin is a collector's item memento of your support during the Second American Revolution. So if you want to get one of these coins, they're going fast, and you can get $30 off on the coin with promo code 1776 at 1776coin.com. Thanks for keeping us on the air. I am extremely... You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. We now take you live to the Central Texas Command Center and the heart of the resistance. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. Ladies and gentlemen, there's one thing I'm proud to have that the mainstream media doesn't have, and that's integrity. And so if you've been listening to me for years, you've probably heard maybe I've been on air here at InfoWars seven years, and I think maybe... Four times over the years, I've issued a retraction on the air, and there have been a couple of times where I might misspeak something or give a wrong name or a wrong date, and the crew will get in my ear and correct me, and we'll correct the record on the air. Not like the mainstream media that lies to you consciously 
and will never admit to it, never apologize for it, never retract a story. It's been done to me numerous times. So the other day, I was covering a Gateway Pundit story about Marco Polo allegedly doctoring some emails that they had published. Marco Polo reached out and said, that's not the case. Please retract the story. And I'll also have you know, I don't know if my guest, Garrett Ziegler, has spoken to the Gateway Pundit, but I did speak to them and said, hey, just so you know, I talked to these people I retracted. They've now changed their story as well. This is what people that have integrity in media do. That's why you never see it in the mainstream news. So I said, hey, not only will I offer a retraction, why don't you come on air and correct the record for yourself? So Garrett Ziegler, founder of Marco Polo, is with us. And I know you sent me an email um, explaining the phenomenon that happened in the emails, but why don't you just take the time right now to explain this to the people? But but also, just to make sure that people understand this, uh, none of this, it's all real, and that's the real story that goes on here. Well, thank you, Owen. I appreciate it, and it speaks volumes about your character. I didn't realize that we had a sort of a shared background. I'm from outside St. Louis on the Illinois side, so when I was doing research yesterday, um, we come from the same, you know, sort of milieu, and so I appreciate the opportunity to go over this. The bottom line up front is that we were bum-rushed by this story by the Gateway Pundit, and if they had reached out to us before the article ran, we would have kindly and quickly told them that it dealt with the time zone that your Mac is in when you view an email in the in the Apple Mail application. Um, their original piece, before they edited it, made mention that the quickest way to find out if anything is doctored is if you go to the email metadata, i.e. the header, and look at the message ID. In the one sheet that I sent over earlier in which we released on our Telegram channel, clearly shows that the message ID is the same. And so sort of the example I use, Owen, is if somebody's committing wire fraud, and let's say there are two employees at a bank, one's in New York and one's in, in Chicago, just because their email client shows a one-hour difference because of the time zones, doesn't mean that the email is any less permissible in a court of law. And so it's, it's that coupled with the fact that they cast aspersions on our entire dossier because of this misunderstanding, i.e. Joe Hoft wrote that because they didn't understand time zones issues, our 630-plus page report uh, is somehow you know, deficient. And it's not that we're above mistakes, and that's why I'm honored to be on your show, and I'm grateful you had me on. I sincerely mean that because if this were a, you know, a legitimate – air, we would hop on it. But it's sort of the worst of both worlds in that this is a very basic IT forensic mistake that I think uh, it's so basic, Owen, that XR Vision must have done this on purpose because if he is as really as, you know, as smart as he holds himself out to be, then he wouldn't have made this mistake. And so the only conclusion we're left with is that they did this on purpose, expecting people to not clearly read the article and we're well aware that you didn't write it and it's on them to contact us beforehand and we have contacted them in fact a friend of a friend is a reporter there and we've privately asked them to take the story down uh but they refuse hopefully that's a a three minute coherent articulate it's not a sexy issue but I just want people to know that you know we put a year into this dossier. We established a, a separate 501c3 for it, and 
we're very proud of the sort of intra-group arguing we went over to to make sure every single page of this is rock solid. And I don't want people to think that we're doctoring anything because, like you said, it's an incredible story. It's all real, and it's all about Joe. This email that they're alluding to, this 22-point plan that was probably, although not for sure, based on classified documents, implicates Joe directly. That means Joey was feeding the intel to Hunter, who was then feeding it to Devin Archer. It's multiple felonies, and we list that in our report. And so because I'm not petty, I don't – if Gateway Pundit will just take down the piece, we're not – we don't want to fight this out in court. That's ridiculous. But we do want them to get it right. Well, and I know this might not seem a sexy issue to the audience, but here's why I think it's important and why I invited you on. And, and just two, so people can kind of get an idea of the difference between what we do here at InfoWars and what the others in the mainstream media don't do. And, and, and to kind of go off on a bit of a jag, and I'll come back real quickly, I would much rather have a situation where if I make a mistake on air, somebody says, hey, you made a mistake, offer a retraction, instead of suing me for a trillion dollars. But let's get back on to the subject material. Here's why I think this issue is sexy, because I know what it's like to put work into something that you hold near and dear to your heart and then see someone tremendously misrepresent that work. It's been done to me a dozen times. So when I made the mistake, I said, I don't want to be that guy. And that's why I hesitate to jump on some narratives before I know the full facts, even though the audience doesn't like it. But here's the real sexiness. You did put in the work. You did put in the emails. You did put out the report. And I think it's kind of sad, actually, that, I mean, maybe it's a blessing in disguise that somebody has to make a mistake for this to get more traction. And so I look at it this now as, hey, you know what? This has more traction. Why don't you talk about the story you put hours of your life and others put hours of their life into reporting on? Well, I think that it, it is sad that they haven't talked about the dossier until now. And again, when we heard about this report by the Gateway Pundit, the first thing we did was, first of all, act like adult men and reach out to them directly, just like I called a producer at InfoWars. It wasn't – we're not trying to do what they did to us and, and bum rush them, but we're left to publicly dispute this now. But going back to your point directly, this was a labor of love, and again, we're very conservative in our accusations. We logged at the very least – 459 violations of state and federal laws and regulations. What do I mean by that? There are about 15 to 20 different statutes at the state and federal levels and regulations that Hunter and Associates violated, but they violated those 15 to 20 state and federal laws and regs hundreds of times. And so those run the gamut. Owen, oh, their money laundering, Foreign Agent Registration Act, prostitution, human trafficking, three confirmed cases of that, um, lobbying violations, and so many other things. And what separates us is we go into – in fact, that exact email that was the subject of their piece, I'm going through this very quickly um, trying to find it. But basically that exact email was in our dossier. It's on page 143. And that email alone, based upon uh, clear uh, case law and reading of the statute, is a violation of 22 U.S.C. 612. And to demystify that, that's the Foreign Agent Registration Act statute. That's exactly what they 
prosecuted Paul Manafort for. And so in, in true Alinsky fashion, they did exactly what they accused their enemies of. And so because Devin Archer was involved with this, that's also a violation of 18 U.S.C. 2, which is the conspiracy statute. And so in this scenario, we cite the date, April 12th, 2014, the District of Columbia, uh, which is where Hunter was when he committed the felony, the accomplice, and then the statute. And anybody can go read this for free, bidencrimes.info. We have a couple of, of URLs we bought, hereshunter.com or at, just at markopolousa.org. It's all free. We're a registered charity, and uh, you know we just we want it to be right, and hopefully this strikes a relationship between Marco Polo and Owen that we can talk about our work going forward. Well, I'd love to do that. In fact, I've got 10 seconds left of the segment. If you can stick around and do another segment to get more into this, I'd love to drill deeper into this because the issues are really coming to the fore now, and you guys kind of did the background research ahead of everybody else. The cavalry has arrived. Ultimate Bone Broth is the strongest, highest quality chicken-based bone broth you're going to find with all of the effects for your joints, your bones, your muscles, your heart but more importantly, your immune system. Everybody knows about grandma and chicken broth. Well, this is concentrated chicken broth, the strongest out there with chaga mushroom and a whole bunch of other ingredients like turmeric, the list goes on and on. This is definitely the strongest, best bone broth out there and your purchase supports the Info War, a 360 win. If you've not experienced bone broth, and even the regular ones have great effects, believe me, you want to get InfoWars Life Ultimate Bone Broth at InfoWarsTore.com. Now, it'll take an hour to tell you all the great stuff about it. Just go to InfoWarsTore.com, read the facts there, and then order some, and you can't lose. It's nutritive. It empowers your body. It's great for your immune system, bones and joints, and it funds the InfoWar. So, Ultimate Bone Broth, now back in stock at InfoWarsTore.com for 25% off. Like a rock thrown into a pond, your actions, even though they may seem little, have a massive ripple effect throughout time and space. We're actually winning the info war. And when you realize that Bandot Video has hundreds and hundreds of censored directors and investigative journalists and talk show hosts whose information is beyond incredible, hundreds of medical doctors and scientists, all of them right now telling the truth at Bandot Video. Millions of people a day visiting Bandot Video. But you can take that information and cause a bigger ripple effect, an amplifying effect, and make sure it gets out to your friends, your family, your neighbors, and perfect strangers. You are the modern Paul Revere's. You are what takes our information and amplifies it. When you decide to take action, we as a species and as a race are invincible. So I thank you all for your past action, and I challenge you to redouble your efforts now because humanity and the children are counting on you. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. We have the founder of Marco Polo on with us, Garrett Ziegler, MarcoPoloUSA.org. And if he'd like to lay out all those other URLs before he's off here for you to go read their research, where, ladies and gentlemen, they've done the deep deep dive into the Hunter Biden emails with emails and receipts from names such as Devin Archer. And as he was cataloging in the last segment, all the different criminal activity that is occurring in these emails. And so I'd like to, Garrett, kind of give you the segment here 
with a question to pick up and run with. And I'll start it like this. Has anyone from law enforcement, any form or function of law enforcement reached out to you to either collaborate with you on your research or just asked you for maybe materials for their own research? Has that happened at all? First of all, yes, I think I uh, there's something wrong with my, my mic. I can't hear you very well. But number one, state level law enforcement, um, non-federal and their conservatives, they have reached out to us and I've actually had multiple conversations with them. I won't go into which state, but uh, suffice it is to say that it's an AG office, um, somebody who we know very well. Uh, he actually wrote an op-ed about the Biden laptop in early 2022. Um, and, you know, so we've been working with them. We have no, if somebody read this report, they would realize we have no illusions that Hunter is going to face justice at the federal level. His daddy will pardon him, even if it's the last thing he does. But there are numerous opportunities at the state level for attorneys general and other people within the statute of limitations to bring money laundering charges. The only thing stopping them is their own courage. So I'm going to hook up another mic here. Garrett Ziegler with us from Marco Polo USA. He's just having a tech error there, so he's going to get himself a new mic. It looks like he's plugging that in right now. And I do agree with his analysis, and that's why I opened the show like that, saying I'm not trying to sell you hopium here. We're selling reality. But the reality is that the Biden crime family is being exposed. And if there is any level of interest in this, it looks like it might be at the state level, as Garrett was just getting into. Garrett, it looks like you're back connected. Is everything better? Yeah. Sorry about that. I had a no Bluetooth problem. microphone that went haywire. I'm on a wired one now. So, yeah, was just making the point that, you know, there's a there's an author based at the New York Post. Her name's Miranda Devine. She wrote a book called Laptop from Hell. It came out in November of 2021. It was a great book. She's a much better writer than I am, and she's had a lot more experience. And we love her book, and we used it for this dossier. She came out with a one-page review on October 27th about a report. You uh, made the very good point that our dossier has not received the national attention that other people have gotten. Um, part of that is I just don't do a ton of media. But but Miranda, um, who we collaborate with, recognizes how sort of uh, comprehensive this thing is. And I urge everybody to go on our website, MarcoPoloUSA.org, and read all of the reviews that have been written so far about the dossier. And so, you know, what separates us is sort of the granularity. We have never promised to be the first on a story, although there is a story today in the Daily Mail, I'm not sure if you can pull it up in the next seven minutes, that is based on our suspicious activity reports. We were actually given, uh, you know, those, those suspicious activity reports are submitted to the U.S. Treasury Department from U.S. banks. And we were approached by a whistleblower who had access to those SARS that detail money laundering, uh, sex trafficking and other state and federal felonies that Hunter uh, and the Biden family were involved in. And the Daily Mail ran a piece this morning about our SARS and how one of the women that was employed by Hunter was listed on a SAR. And we've um, – <laughs> that's another uh, just incredible piece in the Daily Mail about how we got under the skin of Hunter's attorney, Kevin Morris. And, um, I mean, this is crazy stuff. Well, and like you said, it's odd how you put this great work out and you're wondering if or when it's ever going to get the national attention. Sometimes it does take years for this stuff to catch up. And like I said, I mean, 
I, I'm looking at this situation as kind of like a little blessing in disguise, a silver lining. I've got direct communication with you. By the way, I love you. I love Marco Polo. I love the Hoffs. I love Gateway Pundit. I hope that you guys could actually collaborate and maybe make a bigger thing of this story when uh, some of this some of this dust settles uh, with the situation now. Because I guess I would ask it to you like this. With all yep. the new information and focus and attention to the Biden crime family, really post-midterm elections, when you're watching this and seeing this, what what comes to your head or what do you want to shout at the TV screen or what do you wish the Republicans in Congress investigating this could could know and understand? Well, thanks be to God, I did get an audience with both the Senate investigators and the House investigators two weeks after they gained the majority. And Owen, I'm sure you and I would agree that our elections have many problems, but let's just pause it for a moment that we did actually get the majority and we do have somewhat a modicum of, of free and fair elections. But regardless... We told them um, exactly what we you know, laid out in our report, that Hunter doesn't have uh, the highest IQ ever. He's not the sharpest tool in the shed, and, and what this means is there are many people out there from his executive assistants to partners to colleagues that know where the bodies are buried. And so if they're expecting the congressional investigators to get answers from any part of the Biden family – that is spilt milk under the bridge. They're not going to talk even if you subpoena them. So what you need to do is go around to all these executive assistants, Katie Dodge, Joanne Meyer, Eric Schwerin, all these names that we list in our dossier, and one of them will crack because the person – I mean all these people are driven by self-interest, and none of them are particularly virtuous, and they don't have fruits of the spirit. And so if you question them – and go at them with intelligent documentation and know that you're not just sh you know shooting from the hip. Um, they're going to answer your questions and produce that documentation. So what I told to the Senate and House directly and what I said on this phone call with the state AG's office, as I was alluding to, is ask for the documentation and ask the people that they're not expecting. They're expecting Kevin Morris to get subpoenas. They're expecting Hunter's portly little xenophilic art dealer George Burgess to get questioned. If Joanne Meyer gets a wide-ranging subpoena for all the documentation, and we have her on multiple federal felonies, money laundering, etc., she has a much greater interest in telling the truth, and she doesn't have the resources from a legal perspective to fight back against them. And I was pursued by the January 6th scam committee. I know how congressional committees work, although this one is a standing committee, whereas that committee was a freaking joke, and it was staffed by you know, not even Republicans that were approved by the majority leader. But you do have to produce documentation even if you plead the fifth like I did. I, wasn't, I respect them so little. I respect Benny Thompson so little that I wasn't going to give him the, the, the opportunity you know, to ask me questions and his committee to ask me questions. It was a farce. But I did have to turn over communications, and so even if these people – you ask me what I'm trying to get across. Is even if these people don't talk to the committees themselves, they'll have valuable documentation, and again, Hunter is only relevant as it connects to Joe. And so the first things I would go for were would be asking uh, you know, maybe Naomi Biden, Hunter's daughter, who he texted that he was forced to give Joe half his salary. 30 years. That's a direct quote from Hunter. That's not me in my home office making this crap up. So I would, you know, they're probably not expecting Naomi Biden to get subpoenaed, but she's a party to this. She's she's on the text messages and emails. That would be one of the people. Do things that are creative that the left hasn't war gamed. Now, do I expect the Republicans to do this? 
Probably not because a lot of them do not have the creative. That's another great story um, that uh, Hunter basically I'm, – I'm looking at the screen. And Hunter basically uh, paid for – and this is absolutely verifiable. We have the phone number in our report. Hunter's firm, Rosemont Seneca, which was funded in part by foreign, or, uh, by foreign oligarchs, paid for a private iPhone for Joe Biden for the entirety of his vice presidency. What does this mean? The Secret Service and the White House Communications Agency, because I was in the Trump White House, I know these things. They have a hardened cell phone for both the VP and POTUS, meaning it's much more secure. This is why Obama had Blackberries. They're much, it's much, uh, much harder to hack into. But Joey had a private iPhone on the side, paid for by his son's business, and that was a way for Hunter to always get in touch with his daddy. So, so Joe had a found, burner phone, is what it's called. Joe ab. Yes, and we actually put the phone number. It's not it's not live anymore, but we put the phone number in our report to tell congressional investigators, hey, if there is one line that you need to subpoena the records for, it's this. Because even if we don't have the audios, Owen, we'll know uh, when and and for how long Joey and Hunter talked. And that's where all the conversations about Victor Shoking, the IMF loan, everything else, that's where those records will be. Joey it was born in 1942. He's 80 years old. He's not going to put this in writing like his stupid son did. He's going to do this over the phone. And so they need to subpoena those records. AT&T will have them. If they don't, we'll know that there's, they're basically a politicized company because they gave over the records for Mark Meadows, who I personally don't care for a whole lot. But nevertheless, his freaking AT&T records got subpoenaed. If they can do that to us, we should be able to get it for Joey's burner phone. Well, and not to mention everything that was subpoenaed as part of the January 6th investigations, <laughs> people's personal information. Uh, Garrett, if you can do five more minutes, we got a short 90-second break. If you can do yes. five more minutes, let's finish this out. This is an incredible interview from Marco Polo founder Garrett Ziegler. Marker, MarcoPoloUSA.org. I've got some good news, ladies and gentlemen. After over two years of being sold out, Ultimate Bone Broth is now back in stock and updated even stronger at InfoWarsStore.com. Concentrated bone broth from chickens, chaga mushroom, and so many other amazing ingredients like turmeric and bee pollen. Learn about the effects and what it does for your body at InfoWarsStore.com because it is the bone broth. The bone broth. The bone broth. The, the bone broth. The, the bone broth. The bone broth. The bone broth. What in the world? But now with the milk, I was like, whoa. This has milk in it. Whoa. It tastes like good. Man, this tastes so good. Mm. Tastes like the best milkshake ever. The best milkshake ever. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. Like good. InfoWars. 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 This has been a great interview with Garrett Ziegler of Marco Polo, MarcoPoloUSA.org. I, I do want him to share the other URLs uh, before he signs off with us because, you know, those those are the ones that people like to share and it's easier to remember and, and, and send people to if they want to read this. Um, quickly, though, my final questions um, for you in, in the time we have. Is there anything you saw in your dossier on the Hunter Biden emails which would lead more credence or, or more smoke, if you will, to the Biden involvement in Ukraine and everything that we're seeing now. There is one email in particular that is a FARA violation. And what I mean by that is there was a consulting group um, called FTI Consulting that was responding to media inquiries uh, at the time 
of all of this shenanigans, Hunter serving on the board of Burisma, et cetera. And one of those questions had to do uh, with a gentleman who you probably know of, Ihor Kolomoisky. Kolomoisky, uh, until recently, was a tri-citizen of Israel, Cyprus, and Ukraine. And Ihor Kolomoisky uh, is being personally and his companies are being sued in three different district courts right now for laundering proceeds from Privat Bank, which he was the beneficial owner of. And Ihor Kolomoisky is the center of a very, very corrupt matrix. And the reason why this ties to the Bidens is this. Joey, as we all know, withheld a billion-dollar loan guarantee uh, from the IMF. He withheld – he basically uh, threatened U.S. support of the IMF loan guarantee on Victor Shokin getting fired. Now, this is why this is incredible. That money from the IMF went in large part to Privat Bank to then uh, – Give out to these businesses, but what in actuality happened was Ihor Kolomoisky gave it to his Cypriot domiciled shell companies and kept the cash himself. This is hugely illegal. There's 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 litigation going on in the Delaware Chancery Court about this right now. Billions of dollars was stolen, and why this is incredible is Ihor Kolomoisky has a relationship with Mikola Zlachevsky, the quote unquote frontman for Burisma. In fact. In Ukraine, Zlachevsky is referred to as a mini-garch, and Ihor Kolomoisky is the oligarch. And so what this means is that if Kolomoisky was funding Burisma, and there's a Ukrainian report out there from the Anti-Corruption Center in 2012, way before we got involved and way before the American people knew about the Biden family in detail, they were connecting the dots about this. And so one question that only Congress can explore, because I don't have subpoenas, is what connection Ihor Kolomoisky had because if he funded Burisma, Owen, that means that American taxpayers would have funded Hunter's board seat in part because here's the chain of money. American taxpayers to the IMF, the IMF to Privat Bank, the Privat Bank to Ihor Kolomoisky's shell companies, which he beneficially owns. And some of that money would have then funded Burisma because there's a lot of shells domiciled in the British Virgin Islands behind Burisma, i.e. Brosidi Investment Holdings Limited and all of these other basically – they're companies that exist on paper that have registered agents in foreign countries. And so Ihor Kolmoisky is very important, and this is going on today, and we touch on this in our dossier that Joe banned him – from the uh, from the country in March of 2022, and we think that was to save face because Ihor Kolomoisky never comes to the states anyways. He just has his proxies here, and so I think it's a way for Joe to say, "Hey, look, I'm willing to go after somebody who was tangentially connected to my son. Ergo, I'm not corrupt." But it was really a, a, a toothless move. It was just posturing. And so I would urge all your listeners to go look at Ihor Kolomoisky and see what connection he has to. to uh, uh, to Mikola Zlachevsky. Privat Bank is a cesspool of human excrement that the bottom of which we haven't even found yet. And remember, Joey brought up Privat Bank on the leaked call between him and Poroshenko in December of 2016, right before right before DJT was installed. Wow. Joey was thinking about Privat Bank, and he told Poroshenko, hey, nationalize Privat Bank quickly because if Trump starts looking around, he's going to see all the stuff that's gone on. Wow, amazing stuff. Now, give out the convenient URLs for people to send and share and go to. 
Thank you, Owen. Our Twitter feed, which we have been posting on a lot lately, is MarcoPolo 501c3, denoting our nonprofit status. Our website's MarcoPoloUSA.org. Our Telegram, which I love the most, is just MarcoPoloUSA. I appreciate your time and, and thank you for allowing me to come on. You found it, the tip of the spear. It is The Alex Jones Show with Owen Troyer. You know, I'm trying not to be too reactionary to that last interview. It's just, I really feel good, not just because of the information that we were able to get out, and now I think probably a good relationship forming, but that you've made the right decision to tune in here knowing that we have the integrity and, and more importantly, the desire to get things right. And I, 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 I don't put my ego or my pride above the information shared here because genuinely, I got in media to inform people, to empower people, because I believe that's the path to improving our great country or, or working to restore it to its once great state, which, I mean, even Democrats have to admit it's not the case. They, they sit here all day and act like, oh, it's so much better under our leadership and then complain how racist America is and how devastated the economy is. And you know the old story. But man, you know, it's just, it's just amazing when people want to do good, when people have a genuine desire to do good, how even differences can be used to come together and do good. And so it's that simple. Hey, I, 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 I misunderstood and misrepresented something on the air. They reached out and they said, hey, this is not right. Can you retract? I said, hey, I'll retract, but why don't you come on here and tell the story and correct the record for me? Ends up being a great interview, ends up being a great segment. It'll probably get a bunch of views on band.video. We'll probably write a story for Infowars.com. And now the story will be even bigger. And when people have good intent in their heart, that's how this stuff should shake out. Not never ask for a retraction, sue you for a trillion dollars, and so much good could have been done, and instead it turns into something bad. But I digress from that. You made the right decision to tune in here. You made the right decision to trust InfoWars instead of the rest of the mainstream news media. And we've been proven right time and time again, not just with our news coverage, like we're going to get into again with Dr. Peter McCullough coming up here shortly and the vaccines, but the integrity to get things right. And if we do make a mistake to correct it and, and even go over and above to make sure people see that not only do we want to correct it, but we want you to know the truth. So I'm not going to harp on that anymore, but it really makes me feel good knowing that, that we are on the right side and that we are the good guys in the media. And it just, today is just another reminder of that. And so, you know, big ups to the crew, big ups to the audience. Glad Marco Polo guy came on Garrett Ziegler and shared with you his websites and stuff. And now this story is going to get even more attention. So it's funny. God works that way sometimes. And then it ends up, we kind of have a little bit of a similar background. So putting that aside, ladies and gentlemen, it's important to keep InfoWars on the air. Now, I, I have the Bone Broth Plus in my pantry because I like to put it in my post-workout protein shakes. It does have 11 grams of protein in here. So in addition, if you really stack the protein in the shake, it's a nice additional thing. 
plus obviously the bone broth and the bee pollen and the chaga mushroom and the goji berry, all organic, all natural, primal human nutrition, ultimate bone broth plus from InfoWarsStore.com. Some people like it in their coffee. Some people like to just mix it with milk and get the nutrients. I like to put it in a post-workout protein shake. Either way, though, it's going to be good for your health, and you're going to support the broadcast when you shop at InfoWarsStore.com. Now, been out of stock for years, Bone Broth Plus, finally back in stock, and it's 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com. But for you, the listening audience, we have an exclusive offer with coupon code FREEALEX. You can get Ultimate Bone Broth Plus 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. 40% off an exclusive listener offer today. Coupon code FREEALEX at checkout gets you 40% off Ultimate Bone Broth Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. So great way to improve your health. Great way to support the transmission. And I wanted to give the listening audience a little added benefit today with coupon code FREEALEX, 40% off Ultimate Bone Broth Plus. And guys, do me a favor. If you love Alex and you appreciate Alex like I do, support InfoWars today. If you don't want to buy a product, go make a donation. Hit the Donate tab, even if it's just $5, because I don't want Alex to come back stressing about finances. I want Alex to come back on air tomorrow and be focused to cover all of the big breaking news that he's done so well for decades. But I don't want him to sit here and stress because the funding went down because he's been out of the office for the last couple days. So let's boost that funding. Let's get some nice numbers there at InfoWarsStore.com so Alex can come back happy, healthy, stress-free, come on air and be the classic Alex Jones that we love and appreciate so much. But like I said, if you don't want to buy a product, go right to that Donate tab. Donate 5 bucks, 10 bucks, whatever. We appreciate it, and it's your support there that will keep us on the air. Okay, now, I'm going to come back here and and delve back into this issue with Obama and Biden and Ukraine. Uh, But kind of in this middle little four minutes here, let me just jump around and show you some of the other madness. In fact, let me me do this, because this video is going viral, and I don't want to spend too much time on it, but there's a point here that I think needs to be made. And so there's a, I don't even want to, I don't even want to, classify where this guy stands politically uh, i mean you could say socialist i don't think he'd deny it but I, I don't i don't even really think there's anything consistent there but he's gone on the young turks he's made a bunch of controversial statements it's on piker over the years um and so there's a video of a really popular youtuber named mr beast who's become wildly successful made millions of dollars and he decided to purchase surgery basically for a thousand people to have their blindness cured So this guy, YouTuber, becomes massively famous, successful, and then pays for a 1,000 people to have a surgery so that they can see again. That video goes viral. Hassan Piker, um, formerly of the Young Turks, I don't know if he still goes on there, but big Twitcher, maybe the number one even earner on Twitch. Um, He he makes millions of dollars on Twitch, but, you know, he's a good communist. And so here was his response to seeing the video of people getting cured of their blindness, and it's gone viral. Here it is. watch this video go oh how how cute and how nice i watch the video and i'm filled with rage that's like, wrong with 
that we shut yeah, off exactly. access to a 10 minute procedure because we paywalled it and decided that like some people just simply can't get it. It is so insanely frustrating That's that it true. like it, it's up to like one YouTube guy to like decide to make content out of it that like is that people who are too poor can't just see. That's insane. Anyway, sorry. It's just like a deeply, deeply frustrating concept. Now, let me explain something here. I understand where Hassan is coming from because I've been there before when I was, you know, younger. But I've had life experience and I've learned things now. That's why they say if you're not tw- if you're not a liberal by the time you're 20, you don't have a heart. If you're not a conservative by the time you're 30, you don't have a brain. But I actually understand exactly where Hassan Piker is coming from. I think the overall message is is received. However, the logic from Hassan Piker hasn't advanced to where it needs to be because he's missing two points entirely. One, which is the obvious one, and I'm not giving Hassan Piker over this. I'm just pointing this out. Hassan, you make millions of dollars. Why don't you go buy a thousand people blindness surgery? If you're so enraged because people can't get their blindness cured because they don't have the money, well, I know you have a lot of money. Your earnings on Twitch have been made public. You've you've shown off your beautiful car purchases online. So I know you've got plenty of money. Why don't you sell your Porsche and pay for somebody's blindness surgery? Okay, maybe then you won't be so enraged, but I don't see that happening. But that's fine. I'm not blaming Hassan Piker for being a capitalist personally. But see, that's what it comes down to. Why is Mr. Beast able to pay for a thousand people to have their blindness cured? Because of capitalism. And so this is the big logical gap that people like Hassan Piker, who I think genuinely wishes people could get their blindness cured. Maybe he doesn't want to pay for it, but he wants someone else to pay for it. But guess who did? A guy who made millions of dollars in a free market capitalist society. So once again, it's capitalism and good people that win. The government will never be the answer to our problems, and it never should be. But look at what free market capitalists have done, like Mr. Beast paying for people to see again. To me, that's a story of success of capitalism, not the failures. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles, and those live feeds, both the regular shows, the special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars emergency news alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD Family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com.
What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Well, I got to tell you, my response to that video got a serious conversation going here in studio, and I don't want to spend too much time on it, but a couple of points being made by the crew, like, hey, you know, these people are getting government benefits to the tune of tens of thousands of dollars. Why wouldn't the government just pay for them to have the surgery? I think a fair point. And another point was, you know, the government will give you $15,000 to go buy an electric car. Why won't they give $15,000 to cure somebody's blindness and get them in the workforce? Well, because they're invested in green technologies. They're invested in stocks and companies that build and produce electric cars and their batteries. So they, that benefits them. They're basically giving money to themselves. But my overall point, which I think is even easier to solve this issue with, hey, If you want to give money to people to have surgeries to cure their blindness, we probably shouldn't be spending $150 billion in Ukraine. How many, how many, how many surgeries could we do to heal people's blindness with $150 billion for war in Ukraine? See, and it always comes back to that. I'm not a socialist. I don't like government funding anything. But if I'm going to sit here and listen to people complaining about the government not funding stuff here in America, well, then please, let's not spend $21 trillion on wars in the Middle East. Let's not go down that road again with this this war in Ukraine, already $150 billion. Not to mention, but I guess this would be argued as humanitarian, but we know that's not where the money goes, the hundreds of billions of dollars that we spend on illegal immigrants that come in here and get stuff for free. Now, I digress on that, but it, you know, I think there's a fair conversation here. And, and even though I think Hassan's logic in that video is, is immature and missing the overall point, ironically enough, him sitting there with a million dollars and him sitting there actually mad at the victories of capitalism. But nonetheless, I think that the, the heart is in the right place. And I think it resonates with a lot of people, but I digress. Now, we got Peter McCullough coming up in the next segment, and I've got so much of this vaccine news, folks. I mean, it is two stacks of it today. We're going to be getting into all of it with Dr. Peter McCullough. Now, quickly, though, trying to finish up the situation with Obama and Biden in Ukraine. And it was a week or two ago where I came out and did a report on my research, realizing that Obama and Biden actually were were not cooperative on the situation in Ukraine. And now more is coming out about that. Clandestine has done his own deep dive into this. Now that I have everyone's attention, allow me to address why U.S. establishment politicians are sending tanks, jets, weapons, equipment, and $100 billion plus to Ukraine. It has nothing to do with Ukraine citizens and everything to do with deep state assets and secrets in Ukraine. Let's go back to when and where it all began, 2005, Senator Obama and Senator Lugar visited former Soviet biological and chemical facilities in Ukraine established by the U.S. deep state roots in Ukraine to counter bioweapons. And by the way, he's got all the receipts shared in his tweet thread. When speaking of the labs in 2005, 
Here's how they were described by Washington Post. The labs were part of a Cold War, ne- Cold War network of anti-plague stations that supplied highly lethal pathogens to Soviet bioweapons factories. So when Russia does anti-plague research, it's bioweapons. But what are they doing over there at Pfizer? Bioweapons. But when the U.S. does defensive gain-of-function slash directed evolution research, it's not bioweapons. Seems that their tune has changed. And so it gets into all of this. It's a long thread. I'm not going to have the time. But basically, all of this stuff with Obama, and it, and it does eventually tie into Biden, and the biolabs in Ukraine, it was well-known and mainstream media news as of 2005, when both the Republicans and the Democrats were trying to get involved in Ukraine. And, it was, and it's been alleged with the dots connected by Lee Stranahan and other investigative reporters that this is how the deep state basically got Obama involved in Ukraine originally, which perhaps he may now regret or, or was never really in his best interest. But it was all mainstream news, Washington Post, everybody had it. Oh, but then in, 2000, in 2001 and 2022, when the situation in Ukraine started to develop and people started saying, hey, what about those bioweapons labs? What about the bioweapons labs on the Pentagon website that Obama and others knew about? All of a sudden, the mainstream news changed their tune, and they said there are no labs, the labs don't exist, and they're not bioweapons labs. Even though they already reported on them years ago, already reported how they existed, and by their own definition were biolabs. But, but, oh, now that there's, ooh, the corruption coming to the front in the war, now they don't want you to know about it clandestine follows it up they can't formulate a counter to my thread that has now done over three and a half million views in 16 hours their only counter is obama picture photoshopped they were published by newsweek in 2005 who has since deleted the article by the way a very interesting newsweek article we're going to be covering with peter mccullough today Mm, stay tuned for that but the daily mail story is still out Senator Obama pushed to destroy massive arms, ammo caches in Ukraine. So it was a back and forth. I think Obama knew he was getting into something wrong. Plus, I think Obama understood that his friends and allies and his uh, relationship or, or positive view of Iran was going to become an issue in Ukraine. And now that's becoming more of an issue, by the way. So Obama already destroyed all this stuff that was in Ukraine, and now Biden is making us pay for more of it. But so, okay, what's happening in the geopolitical uh, picture now with Ukraine? Suspected Israeli strikes on Iran, former Israeli ambassador on ramifications. I, I mean, I don't know if Israel has admitted this, but it's pretty much confirmed. Israeli fighter jets, Israeli bombs blew up what they're claiming were medical supply trucks that were going to Syria. And guys, there were some other tweets I had on this that uh, I don't see on my desk now. I'll I'll go through my stuff here. But basically, Israel is now acting as a U.S. proxy in this war. And that's why they are bombing supply trains going to Syria, or what may have ultimately been meant to go to Russia. Because Iran is 
for lack of a better word, on Russia's side in this larger geopolitical conflict. And now more is being understood on this issue because of the BRICS setup. Here's what I was looking for. Israeli strikes on Iran. Former Israeli ambassador to Moscow on what the ramifications will be for Ukraine and is the world on the eve of World War III. Suspected Israeli strikes on Iran could lead to a worse situation. So why is Israel bombing these supply chains in Iran? What does it have to do with the larger geopolitical issue? Well, here's the report from Richard Medhurst. Russia and Iran just connected all their banks. This is their middle finger to SWIFT. 52 Iranian banks under CPAM and 106 Russian banks under SPFS can now talk to each other. Weaponizing SWIFT and the U.S. dollar is speeding up the birth of a new system where sanctions don't work. So now, thanks to BRIC and thanks to Saudi Arabia and Russia not doing oil deals in the U.S. dollar, this is the new geopolitical front forming against the corrupt Western sanctions. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Waging war on corruption. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. So, I got a little scatterbrained up against that last break, and I, I couldn't eloquently finish my point. And that's that clearly Israel is acting on the U.S.'s behalf right now, bombing Iran, bombing Iran supply trains, and, and what I think is the tit-for-tat here is basically Israel blew up a Iranian drone factory because Iran was building drones with the U.S. technology that Obama gave them to supply the Russian army in their fight against Ukraine. So Israel went in, blew up that, and then they got the green light to go blow up a supply train that was going into Syria because the U.S. is still stealing oil out of there. I just kind of wanted to put that out because I'm a little scatterbrained up against the break in the last segment. Now, time to move on. 
And of course, this is dealing with the larger geopolitical issue of the banks, the central banks, Israel's interest there, the West interest there, and Russia, China, and others getting off of that system. Now, the subject material that I have with Dr. Peter McCullough is not short in seriousness or in just the amount of it that I have. But as we bring in Dr. Peter McCullough now, uh, doctor, let's start with the obvious situation here. Here's the scale of disaster we're dealing with, with the most recent Project Veritas Pfizer video. And to me, there's no debate. This is the scale. At the very least, at the very smallest end of the spectrum, it's Pfizer executives are liars. That is, that is, that is the worst case situation, or excuse me, that is the best case situation we have is that top Pfizer executives are literally liars. That's his own word. The worst case scenario is that Pfizer is doing gain of function research right here in the United States of America. That's the scale here. That is the scale. Pfizer executives are liars is the best case scenario. Worst case scenario is they're doing gain of function research in the United States, which would be illegal. But, but doctor, let's get your response to the multiple viral videos from Project Veritas and then all of the fallout since. I can tell you, I was shocked as a, a fellow graduate of UT Southwestern Medical School in Dallas, <clears throat> Dr. Jordan Tristan Lee Walker is a 2018 graduate of Southwestern Medical School. And then uh, he went on to, to do at least partial uh, rotating internship up in the Northeast. And he quickly dropped out of that and, and joined Pfizer uh, in research and development. And uh, what he disclosed in this Project Veritas uh, sting operation was, uh, I think, very important for people to to understand. So uh, Project Veritas, under the direction of James O'Keefe, had arranged, in a sense, uh, a date. Now, um, apparently Walker is homosexual, so it was a male date, and they got into a relationship. And as this relationship uh, developed, that Walker disclosed more and more. And I can tell you, Project Veritas almost certainly has a lot more video than what you see here. They, uh, you know, there was a series of encounters. Walker discloses that in research meetings, Pfizer has devised plans to actually intentionally modify SARS-CoV-2, presumably to make it more infectious or potentially more injurious, and then have vaccines to match it. Uh, and, and the only way for that to ever become a commercial entity is for Pfizer to release the virus publicly. Now, they have labs all over the world, uh, but indeed, if it's more infectious or if it's more lethal, it does meet the definition of gain-of-function research. The whole genetic code for SARS-CoV-2 is known. And this is enormously uh, disturbing. This comes on the heels of Pfizer CEO, who's a veterinarian, by the way, Albert Burla, being pursued in Davos by uh, by uh, media personnel. And they were asking him about the vaccine. Uh, now, in Pfizer's documents uh, that are released publicly under court order, Pfizer knew about 1,223 deaths within 90 days of their vaccine. People called into Pfizer, said their family members died after they took the Pfizer vaccine. The FDA wanted to block this for 55 years. It finally came out uh, earlier in 2022. And what Borla told the media was that he 
knew of no safety signals with his vaccine, no safety signals. This is a monstrous number of deaths. And I can tell you, 5, 10, 15, 50 deaths, uh, Pfizer should have pulled it off the market. It was his responsibility. It goes all the way up to the CEO. So you're right, Owen, that Pfizer executives, the best case scenario is their line. The worst case scenario is that they're, they're either on the verge of or, in fact, they are committing domestic terrorism. Now, you just brought something up about Albert Bula. And I was kind of waiting on the wings to get into this story, and I'm not sure if you've done the deep dive into this yet, but not only are we learning more about Burla and his background, being a veterinarian, but have you looked into, was his specialty gain-of-function research, or was his specialty looking into uh, how viruses communicate within animals? Do we know anything about that? No, I don't know what his specialty was. You know, many times the CEOs are just uh, figureheads for the company, but what we've learned is is very disturbing. Uh, Borla should have come out immediately. Uh, as soon as it was known that these deaths were accruing, should have paused the vaccine, should have done a deep dive to figure out what was going on instead of letting these deaths accrue over the course of, of two years. Uh, I think Borla is going to hide behind the emergency use authorization. He's going to say, listen, it was EUA. I was asked by the governments to do this. I didn't have the ability to stop it. Uh, he may claim that he doesn't know about these safety signals, although the deaths are clearly recorded in the Pfizer documents. Well, and plus, they can try to use the emergency authorization use as an excuse. That is, until we already have the leaked documents, they knew about the side effects. So uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but knowingly putting a, a, a product to market, even with the EAU, if you have known side effects that you don't warn people about, that does that not uh, relinquish that cover? That's very important because what you've just brought up is fraud. Uh, if Pfizer defrauded the public and the U.S. government on their vaccines, uh, many legal scholars believe the liability shields should fall and, and that other charges can be brought against Pfizer. You know, Pfizer has... Uh, a, been convicted of criminal activity in the past. This wouldn't be the, the first time for it. No, uh, they're, the so many lives, they're the all-time record. They're the all-time home run hitter. It, it, you know, again, the, the company's integrity has to, or lack thereof, has to speak for itself. Uh, but these are disturbing developments. Uh, everything we learned about this Project Veritas uh, sting operation uh, is greatly concerning. And I would anticipate more video more revelations are going to come out on this. You know, there was a news piece that came out about Pfizer and their um, potential gain-of-function research going on in India. And in, in India is, is where the was the birthplace of the Delta outbreak. And, and some have raised the issue is could Pfizer have played a role in the origins of the Delta outbreak in, in India? If this is if this is uh, it needs to be pursued with with great vigor at this point in time. I, I will be traveling to India within a few days and hopefully we'll have meetings with um, the prime minister and, and other officials. And, and I anticipate this will come up in conversation. Wow, this is huge breaking news. I don't know if you've stated this publicly, uh, but this is huge breaking news to me. And then hearing you talk, the gears are just clicking in my head because if I recall, India, which is I believe still the most populous country in the world, 
was at first having some vaccine hesitancy and they were seeing the, the side effects and they were drawing back saying, wait a second, maybe we don't want to mass introduce this vaccine. Oh, and then conveniently the Delta variant comes out and Pfizer has the variant vaccine in the most populous country that was vaccine skeptical. I, I wonder if there's something there. I'm uh, Dr. Peter McCullough doing hero's work. Uh, as far as I can tell, breaking news going to India to discuss this situation there. We'll be right back after this break. You won't believe what Project Veritas did today, though, in front of the Pfizer headquarters. We'll show you that on the other side. I've got some good news, ladies and gentlemen. After over two years of being sold out, Ultimate Bone Broth is now back in stock and updated even stronger at InfoWarsStore.com. Concentrated bone broth from chickens, chaga mushroom, and so many other amazing ingredients like turmeric and bee pollen. Learn about the effects and what it does for your body at InfoWarsStore.com because it is the bone broth. The bone broth. The bone broth. The, the bone broth. The, the bone broth. The bone broth. The bone broth. What in the world? But now with the milk, I was like, whoa, this has milk in it. Whoa. It tastes like good. Man, this tastes so good. Mm. Tastes like the best milkshake ever. The best milkshake ever. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. Like good. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now launching the most powerful supplements in the history of InfoWars under a new brand name, InfoWars Platinum. Now, all three of these revolutionary products you see in front of you are already number one bestsellers in the market for the last few years because they work so well. We've gone right to the manufacturer who are listeners, the owners of Fan, and they've given us this huge deal off of retail, 40% off what these products are found for under other names and, and, and not just other one name they sell these under three or four other brands that other major distributors and suppliers have put out the difference is we have it for 40 percent off what it is in stores we're talking about pain md we're talking about hgh max boost we're talking about 1776 testosterone boost these things are incredible i would suggest you take half a dose or less when you first do and consult your health care provider because they're so powerful get them at infowarsstore.com you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. It's so easy to blow up your problems. It's so easy to play up your breakdown. It's so easy to fly through a window. It's so easy. Well, the boys at Project Veritas just continue to come through. They rented one of those LED screen trucks and parked it right in front of the Pfizer World Headquarters. I believe that's in New York with their video rolling and the image of their executive who's literally just a liar, according to his own words, on the screen. Project Veritas. Uh, just, just They should have not closets full of Pulitzer Prize awards, but probably entire warehouses full of them. Of course, they don't get the benefit because they're the good guys. And so those corrupt awards no longer get awarded to the good guys. Dr. Peter McCullough is with us now. And you, you, to me, you broke the big news that you're going to India. I think that that's a very big story because I look at India's leadership uh, as... 
they care about the people of India. I don't I don't believe our leaders care about us. That's why they keep lying to us about these vaccines. But I, I think that the Modi and the Indian leadership definitely care about the Indian people. And so what kind of hopes or what do you expect is going to happen when you are speaking in India? And I think they have a genuine concern about these vaccine side effects. On next Tuesday, February 7th, I'll be headlining a major meeting in a convention center um, arena in Delhi, India. And in attendance will be the entire Q5 network led by Ashutak Panthes and uh, in, in Indian physician leaders, Dr. Banerjee uh, being one, uh, uh, probably the lead barrister in the entire country, Prashnet Bushnan, who's actually taken cases to the Supreme Court of India regarding the lack of informed consent and transparency on vaccine data. You know, India has largely dropped the vaccines. They've had an array of them, including the killed vaccines, uh, antigen-based vaccines, and of course, the genetic vaccines. Uh, overall, the population is uh, relatively lightly vaccinated. Um, and at this point in time, they are largely through the pandemic. It's, very, it's a very dense country. And uh, I had previously met the personal physician for uh, Prime Minister Modi uh, several years ago in his house. And so I have a relationship. We want to certainly have a fair discussion regarding vaccine safety and efficacy. And uh, I think this issue about Pfizer, its laboratories, and, and any laboratory that's basically altering the genetic code for SARS-CoV-2, uh, I think there needs to be an immediate global sweep of who's doing this, who who is manipulating the genetic code of SARS-CoV-2, and we should have all the files and records. This is enormously dangerous, and if this has prolonged this pandemic misery for the world, people need to know about it. It broke last night. Project Veritas shared the internal Google leaks that they had a, quote, urgent guidance to censor any and all forms of the most recent Project Veritas videos, specifically of Jordan Tristan Walker talking about the gain-of-function research, what he calls directed evolution, then the panic attack in the cafe saying, I'm literally just a liar. Now, you've dealt with censorship yourself. You've had a little bit of uh, a look into that keyhole of how it goes down. Thanks to Twitter, Elon Musk and the Twitter files, we have now basically a gaping door window into how the censorship goes down. But the question here is obvious. Who told Google to censor these videos? Did it come from Pfizer? Did it come from the government? Your response, Dr. Peter McCullough, to YouTube with an insider leaking these internal documents with an urgent guidance to ban and censor and remove all forms of this Project Veritas video. Yeah, it tells you some people inside YouTube uh, are worried and they have, uh, uh, you know, their uh, morals and ethics on the line and they're leaking it out because they know something desperately is, is wrong inside YouTube. Uh, who's giving the orders? The U.S. government through the FBI, the CDC. We know that uh, Scott Gottlieb, a former FGA chairman uh, was basically giving directions to Twitter to specifically censor information on natural immunity in order to push more Pfizer vaccines as he was a frequent contributor on uh, CNBC. Uh, so we know that certainly it's not beneath anybody who's working for Pfizer to directly try to use their influence through social media. 
but at this point in time, I think we hopefully can rely on more YouTube uh, uh, whistleblowers. And if they are anonymous or if they want to turn state's witness, there needs to be an immediate widespread censorship probe here. Uh, this is in the open. Uh, YouTube has no position here to try to put uh, a filter on this. You know, Tucker Carlson brought it out on primetime. It's been fully exposed, fully exposed here on InfoWars. People want to know. Well, and thank God for Tucker Carlson. If it wasn't for him, it wouldn't even make cable news. I, I've been watching, and, and, and literally that would be the case. It's hard to believe, folks, but it's true. Now, you just brought something up that I was thinking as well, and, and I'm going to issue this to Jordan Tristan Walker one more time because thanks to the insider whistleblowers at YouTube, Walker's window of opportunity to come out as a whistleblower has reopened. It was closing on him after the freak out and not coming out immediately and working with Pfizer to cover this thing up, obviously. I'm guessing they told him to just say you're a liar. Uh, Jordan, if you really think that you can trust Pfizer in this situation, you clearly have not learned anything yet. But now, thanks to the whistleblower or the leaker at Google or YouTube, Walker, your window of opportunity has been reopened. Now you can be inspired by the YouTube leaker. And I believe the only path to redemption for this Pfizer executive that has really just shamed himself in more ways than one, his only path to redemption now is to come out as a whistleblower, tell us the truth about what was going on at Pfizer. Uh, otherwise, I don't see any good outcomes for this individual. Do you agree? No, I agree. His uh, relatively short career, I think, is finished. He, he doesn't have a clinical pathway and, and likely would never get a residency now to finish. And he shouldn't have any type of pathway in pharmaceutical development at this point in time. I think his only option is to turn state's witness. He's obviously a bright young man. He went to Yale and UT Southwestern. Uh, you know, he's well trained in, in medicine, but something's gone wrong. He was on the inside of things with Pfizer and, uh, you know, and he did leak very important information. What goes on in these R&D meetings is is really telling you what they're thinking about. And when he said that they were thinking about what's termed directed evolution, that actually to try to direct the evolution of the virus so they can get one step ahead of it with vaccines. And, and the, the specific comment was, uh, uh, the, the question was, well, wouldn't that be bad for the world? And he said, yes, it would, but it would be good for Pfizer. Uh, I think that told the world everything. Well, and he also says, you can't tell anybody this, and we don't want anybody knowing this. So, I mean, obviously he knows what they're doing was at least morally and ethically wrong, but potentially even illegal. I don't know his, uh, you know, how much he knows about the law. But, you know, here's the trend I see, and I think this is going to pick up steam, Dr. Peter McCullough. And I think last night's story of the YouTube insider leaking the urgent guidance memo uh, for everybody to make sure that the Project Veritas videos are not seen on YouTube anymore. I think this is kind of the under or, or in development story. I think whistleblowers are going to be coming forth left and right. I expect whistleblowers, more whistleblowers from big tech, whether it's YouTube, Google, Facebook, what have you. I expect more whistleblowers, maybe even from Pfizer, because as you said, this cat is out of the bag. This genie is out of the bottle. And now, if you've had any involvement in this, you better be making the realization that your life forward has two paths. Either come out on the side of good as a whistleblower, leaker, state witness, whatever, or you're going down on this hill of the biggest eugenics program and the biggest medical malpractice lawsuits that are incoming in world history. I mean, these are the two paths. I think people are going to realize that and start coming forward as whistleblowers. I agree. You know, I did bring up this term. I think it's very important. 
if there was contemplation about an intentional release of a new strain, uh, you know, that, that qualifies as domestic terrorism. It's at least conspiring to commit domestic terrorism. Uh, would be an injured by a new biological threat so Pfizer could answer with this with a new vaccine. Uh, th this should go to the highest levels of investigation at this point in time. And so I guess the question now is, I know you're about to be going to India and, and have a major discussion. What about interest at the U.S. level? Where is that at right now? We know that the letters from Marco Rubio in the U.S. Senate within 24 hours went to Al Albert Borla, another one from uh, Texas Congressman Ronnie Jackson. Uh, but we need to bump it up to a higher level. There needs to be special investigative committees uh, named uh, and have an immediate probe, an immediate probe on corporate corruption and malfeasance. Uh, I've already testified in the U.S. Senate on December 7th, 2022. It's in the Senate record. These vaccines should all be pulled off the market now while investigations are performed. And obviously, you've got your first witness. You've got the first guy to subpoena and bring forward into hearings, and that is Walker. I mean, this stuff needs to be moving rapidly. We've got Dr. Peter McCullough with us. Do not go anywhere, folks. I still got huge news to cover with him, including an MSNBC host talking about her myocarditis. Oh. InfoWars has made history. You have made history by supporting InfoWars. The globalists are being defeated on every front. And now is the time to not just sit on our laurels because we're winning battles. Let's win the war, the information war. There's nothing you can do more important than keeping InfoWars on air and the fight for liberty. I don't think anybody denies that fact. And I thank you for your past support. But I'm encouraging you now to get one of the very last coins in a four-coin series, the Teddy Roosevelt Man in the Arena coin, exclusively at 1776coin.com. And you can get $30 off this historic pure silver coin with promo code 1776 at 1776coin.com. No more of these will be made. If you want the coin, it's exclusively available right now for a limited time at 1776coin.com. $30 off when you use promo code 1776. Thank you for your support.